time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser, and joining me, as always, is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amone. What's up, killers? How you doing? So today is April 13th, 2020, and we got a great motherfucking episode for you today. But first, <laughs> you know what time it is? It's time for your Johnny D, what'd you do? Oh, not much. Uh, quarantine. So pretty much the only reason I left the house was for uh, essential things. Like what? <laughs> Groceries. <laughs> and other things like soaps and shit. And uh, lubes. And uh, yeah. Spit is lube, sir. You don't need it. Um, it's true. <laughs> no. Uh, did. Uh, let's see. What did. I will say we played some sweet board games with the family before this, so that was my uh, prep for Gore. <laughs> ah. I, I beat the family at Cootie, so yeah. Woo! Oh, yeah. I say so, you're still alive, so it was a Monopoly. <clears throat> Fuck Monopoly, dude. I will not play that game. <laughs> like I said, I do not have the patience for that shit, dude, like at oh, all. That takes way too long. Yeah, I don't have the patience for most board games, dude. Like I'll play my kids' board games because obviously they're like, over in like 10 minutes and you're like all right cool let's move it on <laughs> cool do another round <laughs> right but uh nope other than doing a little bit of this doing a little bit of work for uh the upcoming episode of wake and bake uh trying to figure out how we're going to fill in the next episode and uh, i'm sure it's going to be a good one because we got a whole nother week to even plan it out right don't we boss oh yeah uh let's see started a little bit of work for tj's bust actually uh, cause now I got the dimensions. That's a good one. Um, so that is a nice. So, so I'm working on a bust for his, uh, versus, his end scene versus bust. And I'm making the, uh, burlap jacket. So I'm going to take my yes. sweet little time with this. Uh, but okay. not too long. Cause I know obviously he's wanting it. So other than that, man, it's been a pretty chill week. Uh, I've been playing games, man. Uh, still rocking doom. Uh, I know it seems like it's been a long time, but. I've actually been playing back through to try to like get up all my collectibles and bullshit mm -hmm. and uh, been playing strange brigade with the wife. I don't want to talk too much about it. Cause ah. yeah, but with that, it's such a good game. I ended up buying uh, the mummy one and two this weekend because I really wanted to fucking watch. <laughs> I love those movies, man. They're great action movies, dude. Whatever oh, you want to say. Are you kidding? Fucking. I have a man crush on Brandon Frazier. I'm not going to lie. Yo, so, he was the shit back then. Oh, I have yeah, a man dude. crush on Bobby Amoni. I mean, well, yeah, but that's obvious. I state that every <laughs> fucking week. Hi. Hi. Love you, buddy. But other than that, it's uh, been a nice, chill week. Uh, enjoying myself. You could, but, uh, gentlemen, Chad, how was your week, my friend? My week wasn't too bad, you know, aside from, uh, aside from work. Uh, this weekend, I mostly sat around and played Outer Worlds. Uh, by the way, I want to apologize to everyone. I'm not on camera yet. I had to restart my computer, but it is coming up. Just a minute. His face here. was too sexy. 
you wish. Chad is the ambient voice that we all love. But uh, yeah, but aside <laughs> from that, God. Aside from that, my daughter's tenth birthday was yesterday on Easter, mm-hmm. which of course we didn't get to do anything. So instead of having a party, what my wife and I decided to do was we reached out to a lot of people and a lot of the people, a lot of the uh, athletes and everything on the American Ninja Warrior show uh, reached out to us and they all made videos saying happy birthday to Chloe. Uh, it was actually really, really impressive. I thought it was really cool. Awesome. We got some of them. And um, uh, one of these chefs from uh, Food Network, Damaris Phillips, made this nice long video for Chloe singing happy birthday to her. It was a, it was a really nice gesture. That's, That's awesome, That's, dude. It was, it was a, like Jesse Graff made her a video, and that that was just the shit to me because she's like the best female ninja. Ninja. She does TJ. She does um, stunts oh. for Supergirl, oh. and she actually did stunts on the upcoming Wonder Woman sequel. Holla holla! Yeah. Nice. When is that supposed to come out again? Uh, we, we don't know now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Everything's fucking being pushed back. Sure. I know. I just realized that. I'm like, uh, fuck. Yeah, happens. So, yeah, that's kind of up in the air. Uh, let's see. Aside from that, that's really about it. Uh, Bobby, what about you, buddy? Uh, what's been going on? Other than staying healthy, I've been working on the Jason cosplay a little more. Still dirtying it and trying to keep it uh, fresh in the mind, although it's still fresh because it's all brand new. I have literally been binge watching horror movies every day, at least three to four a day. Like, I've. I, that's what I've been doing because on demand has been getting a plethora of movies. So I would literally just pick like three random ones and be like, play, 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 whether I watched them or not. That's what I've been up to. I, I And it's wonderful. And I have shutter now. So now I go back and forth between the two. It's awesome. That's all I've been doing. And then playing guitar, cosplay and horror movies. That's it. Cause I don't have a game system right now. So this is what I've been doing with my that still stuff. sounds like a perfect time, dude. Tell oh, me. it is. You kidding me? If I did this real, well, it is real life. But I did this, <laughs> depending on what you consider real life right now. If I did this without the quarantine, nobody would see me. Never seen me. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true. That's so, right. Social distancing at its best. TJ, what about you, boss? Uh, hold on, I'm adjusting a level. Ooh. We're a little loud on my side here, but I think I just fixed it. So this week has been pretty crazy for me. Uh, over on Rabbit Hole, we did a non-live Rabbit Hole. We did an audio-only version, and we had special guest Mark Sostrom, special effects supervisor, on movies like Evil Dead 2, Nightmare on Elm Street 1 through 3, uh, Men in Black, a lot of films. But anyway, he did do a film called The Mutilator, a.k.a. Fall Break. Fuck yeah. And I got to have a long discussion with him about that film and more importantly, what we call the hook in the puss. And (laughs) I have an amazing story that we will be animating for my uh, TV series about the hook in the puss as told by Mark Solstrom. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, Other than that, we kind of, I kind of fucked with the website a little bit, rearranged the studio today to fix a grounding issue. Everything sounds a lot better. Overall, you can ask Chad. Uh, White noise is almost completely gone from the headphones. Anything now? Uh, Everything's completely clean. Uh, The audio signals aren't as strong, but that can be fixed in post. Yeah. Uh, Rather have a clean signal than no signal at 
all. While we're still on the slice of life, before I forget, TJ, why don't you give us a little mini review of the movies I loaned you? I want to hear your thoughts. Oh, so uh, Chad recently loaned me uh, Severin's release of Killer Crocodile 1 and 2. It's essentially an Italian Jaws with a crocodile. Mm -hmm. It is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And something that I found out after watching the film is that my nine-year-old actually has done extensive research on that series and knows a fuck ton more about it than me. Yes, she does. (laughs) (laughs) Which was cool. She's a savage like that. She's kind of almost, you know, taking a little cue from me on that. Yeah. With her little deep dive into the behind the scenes stuff. She's super nanomatronics and puppets. Uh, there's this, uh, the deep dives are the best. There's a, uh, I think there's a dark crystal exhibit, a virtual tour you can take. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, let her get on here soon and take it. I think it starts probably tomorrow. I found the link for it on Facebook. Nice. Yeah, she's super into that stuff. I, I plan on taking her to the Jim Henson uh, Museum whenever the world, you know, is not on quarantine. That would well, be great. When it's back to real life. <laughs> yes. When we are back to reality let's say but uh okay for some reason i cannot get my camera i can't see anything but i can see like the chat window over on the side here james burlew says put some glasses i want to see it Uh, i'll have to get a pair of glasses for you by the way you're welcome uh chad your wife on here stephanie you're welcome yes hello everybody in the chat yeah she's probably on my damn computer right now using following along who? My wife. She's on here. Oh, is she? Yeah, look. Runner to Taylor. Oh. <laughs> We're why all do, here. Why yeah. do I keep getting knocked out into this thing? That's weird. Anyway, guys, uh, time to get on with the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So today we have 2006's Slither. This is a John pick. An Fuck excellent yeah, it pick. It was a lovely pick. Yes, it is Thank a lovely you, pick. I uh, got the new mic set up here. Yeah, as you can tell, uh, yeah. all Howard Sterny and shit. It's great. <laughs> so let's try out this new mic setup with directed by James Gunn, written by James Gunn, produced by Paul Brooks and Eric Newman, starring Elizabeth Banks as Starla Grant, Nathan Fillion as Officer Bill Pardee, Michael Rooker as Grant Grant. Grant Grant. That's Ten- not a typo either. Okay. Nope. Is that, that is his uh, name? <laughs> Tanya. Solnier as Kylie Schrutmeyer, Greg Henry as Jack McReady, not MacReady, Don Thompson as Wally, Brenda James as Brenda Gutierrez, Jennifer Copping as Margaret, Jennifer Fisher as Shelby Cunningham, Haig Sutherland as Trevor Music by Tyler Bates, cinematography by Greg Middleton, edited by John Axelrad, what a last name, distributed by Universal Pictures, released March 31st, 2006, runtime of 95 midgets, budget of 15 million, gross 12.5 million. Oh, Oof. did not catch did not a break it. on yeah. that. That's that's a sick burn right there. And that is why we did not get the sequel. Yes. <laughs> John is a man of my taste. Uh, here we go. Let's make that bitch What's solo. Chad, say the catchphrase. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. Crack open a Baja Blast here, boys. That's not a Baja Blast. Why? Because there's no sugar in it? Yes. <laughs> you someone, you promise to love them forever. Baby. No matter how much, <laughs> they might change. Baby, what happened to your face? It's just a bee sting. From Universal Pictures. Great, a sick or something? Oh! 
is a film so shocking. Uh, we got a real problem here. So disgusting. Don't let him in your mouth! It will change the face <laughs> of horror. Marriage is a sacred bond, for better or worse. Much worse. <laughs> Chick is hardcore. Oh, the enemy did it. Something's wrong with me. Oh, that was lovely, wasn't it, gentlemen? Superb. It literally just makes me want to watch it again, and I just watched it not even 12 hours ago. <laughs> I just watched it three hours ago. Oh, so fucking good, dude. Like hello, said, everybody that joined the chat, by the way. Hello, hello. This movie, Lots of like love said, in the I chat. Big reverb, lol. What? Oh. Yeah, there's a little bit of a reverb there. Oh, echo? Is there an echo? I, I there was during the, uh, the During trailer. the trailer, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna guess because of Chad being in here. That's because I'm still. Yeah, I'm still trying to get. Okay, that would be a error. Sorry for the technical difficulties. That will not be on the audio only version. That is also being recorded simultaneously because we have the capabilities to do that. Okay, so moving on, plot rundown. Let's give it to John this week. Yes, his pick. Thank you, gentlemen. I will take it. All righty, from the depths of the endless space. A flaming meteorite crashes into the dark woods of a sleepy town of Weasley, South Carolina. As the scorched rock reveals its silent content, a baneful parasitic organism, a subtle alien invasion commences, and the war's unlucky first victim is the town's local businessman, Grant Grant. Little, <laughs> I love his name. <laughs> yeah. Little by little, as the internal change transforms Grant into an utterly hideous monstrosity, and that is like... Saying it lightly, I would feel. That's the understatement of the year. Yes. His wife, Starla, mm, starts to starts to feel that something's been eating at him for the last few days. <laughs> that is an, another understatement. I'm glad I did before actually reading it out loud. Chad, <laughs> forget the video at this point. So oh, fuck. Now, before the unstoppable ex- extraterrestrial attack, no one is safe. And to make matters worse, Grant's transformation is far yet from over. Who can stop the slithering army from outer space? Gentlemen. That's an army, all right. <laughs> oh, it is. A fucking army is right. So usually I would take point on this because it's my pick. Yes. However, I want to hear Bossman's take because he's never seen this movie. This was my first viewing of this film. I did see uh, trailers for this, and I also remember seeing this actually in uh, a DVD store at some point, something similar to a Best Buy or something. Uh, I never pulled the trigger on it until today. And what a joy it was from Easter eggs here and there, from the way the film was shot to the humor, the dark, dark, filthy humor, uh, the (laughs) shitty CGI, slugs galore, the weird-ass fucking zombies halfway through. It was a joy from start to end. There's this, there's a couple things that are going to take a couple points off of it, because then again, it's not a perfect film. But in the end, uh, it was not a waste of two hours, and we'll get more into that as uh, this review goes on. Fuck yeah. Um, I will say I 
surprisingly have not owned this movie. But actually, one of the gentlemen who's watching right now, uh, Greg, he actually is the first one who introduced me to this movie back when we used to work at a pizzeria uh, together. Mamma in And uh, rest in peace to Davos. Um, and he was like, dude, he's like, you have to see this movie. It's right up your alley. It's fucking funny. It's got Nathan Fillion. It's gory as fuck. Gory as so, fuck. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it in theaters, but as soon as it dropped on DVD, I went out and rented it and fucking instantly fell in love with it. Fucking. Uh, I said that on my post earlier on Facebook, if anybody <laughs> caught that, but I consider this an instant classic to me, man. Like, oh, yeah. I, I love oh, it. I agree. Uh, and granted, it is a homage to so many other horror movies uh, come before it, but it's so good on its own right. Uh, other than that, what can I say? I mean, you know, TJ... We got some shitty CGI, but granted, it's 2006, so it still doesn't look too bad for the time. Uh, Terminator 2 looked better than this. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're also looking at the budget. Too. Okay, can we just talk about that ripping of the body scene, and we'll talk about shitty CGI. That was no, not the best. I like how most of it looks CGI, and then like at the last 2.2 seconds, you got a little bit of that's like, right. You got a little bit of practical effect there. I this was my third time watching this movie. It's I think it's been like three years since I watched it, so I forgot how disgusting it was. And I remember watching it, I just started smiling. I'm like, this is wonderful. But then I see all that shitty CGI and I go, you know something? This is the only movie that can get away with shitty CGI. Yeah, it doesn't bother me in no, like the, in the slightest, dude. Like I'm, I'm totally as a watcher, like that was really shitty, but I'm like, but it's great. Like this movie, it fits it perfectly. And there's so much homage. It's wonderful, but it sits well in its own right. It's its own film. Yes. Hell yeah. Chad, what do you got, bud? Uh, you know, I just, yeah, you guys are definitely, and I feel like if it was taken more seriously, and it's obviously not meant to be, it's definitely got a strong comedy undertones to the horror. I don't oh, think yeah. the they would have gotten away with the shitty CGI. Correct. Sure. I think that definitely helps just add to the whole element of the whole. that. Like I know TJ said it's not a perfect movie, and in some terms it's not, but I would say this is like near perfect for me. Near perfect. It's definitely, <laughs> definitely up there as far as... It's it's a fun movie, that's for sure. Right, and and out of the scale, in, like, in a very self aware movie, yes. All right, and in in the scale of enjoyability, I came out of this with a big old smile on my face. Yes, without a doubt. I mean, so, yeah, yeah. This this yeah. is one of the ones that I discovered on Reno. I didn't get to see it in theaters. I think I got it out of uh, back when Netflix was all just uh, you know mail order DVDs. Uh, thank you, Roger. Was, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Hi, Tyler, Greg, Roger. So before we jump into anything else. Chad uh, threw out on my post to make a list. Do you guys want to try to hit that now? I mean, we kind of already mentioned it a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I have it in my notes, but yes, let's definitely go over. Drop that the- list, Daddy. Drop that spicy ass list. So do you want me to say what I thought I saw? And then because you actually have the list. Yes. OK, so I kind of got from right from the get go. You got blob or even potentially killer clowns. Yeah. Which you could consider. Uh, we know we got the thing in there as well. Like the thing. Of- not only from the alien, but from the mayor's name, mm-hmm. as well as uh, we got, as we mentioned, um, the Lost in New York series. Actually, the- there, there's also a blatant uh, 
at the beginning where it just shows the pan over the town, the one place is actually called R.J. McCready's Auction House. Oh, is, oh, you were, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot. Holy shit. Uh, I would have to say Aliens with the acid spitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly Night of the Living Dead. Uh, also Night of the Creeps, which is like... Oh, the whole you know, movie is basically basically literally Night of the Creeps, <laughs> except without the massive. Uh... Well, yeah, I mean, it's got to have its own thing. Uh, let's see. We Nobody got, saw it. I wasn't on Some people might argue me on this uh, and say it's one more than the other. I say it's both. Uh, I would say the Jaws slash Freddy bathtub homage. Mm-hmm. That's one. Yeah. Yep. Um, and some people might not say Jaws, but I I would argue that the, Freddy was homaging Jaws when he did that in the first place. So, yeah, when it shows up, yeah. I guess in a uh, way, yeah. I got Critters. And then the last two I have was, and this is actually a shout out to one of our gore hounds, uh, our brother from Down Under. Uh, Rob Zombie was in this movie mm-hmm. as a call-in for the doctor. Yep. And another famous person that I noticed uh, was Lloyd Kaufman yep. was in this. And another, sh- another shout out to Lloyd Kaufman. He was a drunk. And another shout out to Lloyd Kaufman was the chick that Grant Grant fucking impregnated with, with, with worms. Stroke out. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she was fucking watching uh, Toxic, Toxic Avenger. Avenger. Yep. So that was what I got from watching it. Okay, so here's the list that I have. Uh, aside from, okay, there was also, I definitely got the thing in the blob. Uh, uh, Lauder's Saddle Lodge. Name that to Frank Lauder. Okay, I would have never guessed that one. Uh, I can't believe you. Big Johnny D, I'm so disappointed you missed that. You what? missed this one big time. Earl Bassett High School. Oh, oh shit! Oh, I had that written down. God damn it! <laughs> Sorry, you, Mister Tremors. I, dude, this was a two-page noter for me. Usually, I try to keep it on one page, <laughs> but when you threw out that list thing, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, the Bassett Cooters. God damn it! Right. Okay, so the uh, the other ones. Uh, Rosemary's Baby was referenced. The name of the family is Castavet, which is the name of the older couple in Rosemary's Baby. Okay, I did not know that. That's awesome. Uh, Shivers. There's an homage to Barbara Steele's bathtub scene. Ah, the Shining, right. the breaking down of the door is shot in a similar t- style used by Kubrick. Uh, uh, a movie called Student oh, Bodies. Okay. Yeah, ah, yeah. with the horse head battering ram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Evil Dead. They use the kind of Evil Dead cam. Uh, already yeah, mentioned the thing. Bit, I guess. Uh, Videodrome. The name of Max Wren is on one of the stores. Wow! Holy shit! There's a lot of fucking Easter eggs. In this. Uh, I gotta go Nightmare on Street. Watch. Nightmare on Street bathtub. Uh, the glove scene. Uh, the fly. The meat Grant eats is named Brundle's Meats. After <laughs> Seth <Brundle>. no shit. <laughs> no shit. Uh, no. Night of the Creeps. Pretty much the whole movie is a takeoff of Night of the Creeps. From yeah. Beyond. Grant's monstrous transformation is based after Dr. Pretorius from the movie From Beyond. Never seen it, but now I kind of want yeah, to. It's, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, where was I? The Predator. The sound, sound effect, the music, the music when they're uh, doing the lock and load scene. That was from Predator. Oh, because I was actually going to say it sounded like the Predator clicking when they were first walking to that little egg sack. I didn't notice that. I like egg sacks. Yeah. Not ones that shoot little fucking needles into your chest, though. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The blob was referenced. Meg Penny's diner. Oh, oh. 
I wasn't even going with that. I was just going with the meteorite and like the little cracked fucking. That, I actually meteorite. had that written down because he even pokes it with a stick like they do in the blob. Exactly. Yeah, he, except that's in. And here's a little obscure one: Chud Two, Bud the Chud. I've the, never seen Chud Two. The, 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 the zombies can only say meat. Or they often say meat when they're chasing after people, and that was the other thing Bud the Chud could say. Nice. And the last one is actually in reference to Serenity. Ooh, well. Party wait, tells, party tells Trevor. The movie Serenity, or we're talking the whole series Firefly? The movie Serenity. Okay. Because he tells Trevor that he won't need to bring a grenade. At the beginning of Serenity, Mal tells Jane the same thing, and in both films, the grenade is actually needed. Oh, my God, dude. That's another one I should watch, because I have it over on the shelf of Serenity. I That's love good. it. And Slither's. Or Slither that that is uh, seen. The aliens are seen in Guardians of the Galaxy. They're in the collector's collection. <gasps> Hell yeah, James Gunn. So can I just can theoretically, I just James Gunn is friend with Goran Moore. Regular Rusty Schwimmer. Yes. Ooh. Ah, okay. Can I just say, like, knowing, you know, seeing James Gunn's newer movies in the last few years. Obviously, with the Guardians of the Galaxy series and all this other shit, uh, you can definitely go back to watch this, and you could see where he like started his process. You know? Yes. Oh yeah. Like it, that. That was one thing I loved about this movie, and especially with those is the the music he picks for the scenes he like that he the, with the scenes that he mixes it with is always fucking great. He definitely loves the older music too. Yes. He's like, you mean the uh, good music? I don't know. I, everyone in the world is not necessarily a good song. It was actually pretty shitty. True that, true that. You got one. Okay, not everything. But right. yeah, that's uh, that's the references, which uh, I'm glad you caught. You actually caught a couple that I didn't even see. So that's a uh, real good eye there, Johnny. Oh, thank you, sir. That's what we do, right? Absolutely. <laughs> So, I mean, dude, I, I probably wouldn't have looked so hard had you not said that. And then I was just like, <clears throat> I was on a mission at that point. I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm going to go back and rewatch it just to find everything you guys said. Just Fuck go back that. and rewatch it anyway, because it's a fun fucking movie. I yeah, it, exactly. And I felt like I haven't watched this just enough to where I've actually forgotten a lot of it. So it was a perfect rewatch. So. What do we uh? What do we got for behind the scenes? If we didn't tackle them all right there with uh, the, uh, we actually tackled a good bit. But uh, in the script, Brenda is the niece of Randy Flag. Randall Flag is the bad guy in several Stephen King novels, including The Stand. Nice. Uh, okay. We mentioned Brenda watching the Toxic Avenger. Uh, Jenna Fisher, who was married to Gunn at the time, was not originally part of the cast. The actor in a role begged to be released from his contract because he had an offer to shoot a pilot. So Gunn let him go rather than have a performer on set who didn't want to be there. Gunn swapped the character's gender and gave her a few more lines. Now, by the time the movie was released, she became immensely popular from The Office. So she was the one who went on The Tonight Show the night before the film opened. Ah, I see. Which is funny. Yeah, because she was, was kind of funny that she minutes. was playing another like secretarial role. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> the post-car crash scene was filmed on a night that was below zero and at the mercy of a Hell's Angels party across the street. One of the bikers got a ticket for crossing a barricade into the production area, and he subsequently became very angry and began setting off fireworks to interrupt the filming. <laughs> <laughs> 
A couple of different studios wanted to produce the film, but Gunn went with Gold Circle and Universal because they wanted to start production immediately and offered him real freedom. Nice. The scene with Grant visiting Brenda and her baby was filmed in a house in British Columbia that smelled of cat piss and other odors. (laughs) Gunn recalls being stuck in there gagging while the rest of the crew were thankful to be outside. But Nathan said, (laughs) Nathan Philly said a very big thank you to the family for letting us use your house. Oh, yeah. That's not okay. They were like, you know what? This place looks super white trash. Let's use it. Perfect. <laughs> we don't have we to decorate shit. Okay. But it smells like cat piss. Eh, we're only in there for five minutes. We're good. <laughs> five minutes could mean a lot. Hold your, hold your breath. Right. Especially if you've got multiple takes. You better do yeah. that. <laughs> Everybody just runs outside, gas there. All right. Take two. Let's run it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Nathan Fillion recalled Gunn telling him that they are making a funny movie, but not making a comedy. So from that point forward, he got a better understanding of the tonal balance he needed to aim for for the movie. Ah, so he got the proper balance of funny and uh, serious. Correct. Uh, Gunn admits to casting the actor to play Hank, meaning himself, when he was drunk. (laughs) And Nathan Fillion said, "I'm just wondering why you cast such a homely man." (laughs) (laughs) That's. Oh, that's awesome. Hank Sutherland was the first person to be cast. Elizabeth Banks was the second. Greg Henry was the last actor to be seen for the part. Uh, <laughs> out of the over 100 actors that auditioned and nailed his audition, Nathan Fillion was the last actor to be cast, and he was cast only about a week before shooting began. No shit. Yeah. And it was shot in 47 days. Oh, wow. Not a bad time frame at all. <laughs> Michael Rooker accidentally broke his glasses off camera while doing kung fu kicks by himself. <laughs> I wish there was a behind the scenes video of that. Same, because that is that is just so in character. That is that is totally Michael Rooker right yeah. there. Yeah. By the way, the Rook is such an underrated guy. He is, dude. Oh, he's been yeah. for a lot longer than people, you know, actually know. Dude, his performance in this movie alone was just uh, We got yeah. 50 shares on the stream so far. Nice. Woo! Yeah, yeah, because he he was the father in uh, Mallrats. The first that's the first thing I saw him in, and that was like back mm-hmm. in what ninety six. You're right. Covered pretzel, and he looks Yo, the same as he did then. He is yeah. he's like not aged a day. I swear to God. And he's also been in horror movies so much. Henry, the portrait of a serial killer. Yeah. Yep. What was that? That was like eighty six. That's when yeah, he actually, was like he actually had hair. Right. right. He was bald, but he still had dark hair. half. There's uh, so much shit. He's you been. can't forget Walking Dead, dude. Yeah. Well, that came later. I was talking yeah. about earlier. Well, that's right. He was in the first season of Walking. I chimed out after season first two. and third season. I think he came back. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Didn't they cut his hand off or something? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had yeah, this really cool that. hook hand. He actually kind of redeemed himself by the end. Uh, by the time they killed him off. Ah, he wasn't as I, douchey. Ah, Jerry Brown. I love that there's a Mountain Dew conversation going on in the chat right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, that's great. So, moving on. Uh, Gunn had originally scripted the infection of the two little Strudemeyer girls to appear partially on screen, but decided against showing it. Gunn explained, it was one of the things the producers really didn't want me to show. Especially in Europe, they're very touchy about children being killed. Uh, really glad I didn't do it, because the experience of these worms entering people's mouths is quite sexual in certain ways, and it's mm. difficult to watch. To do it with a child would have been too much. Kind of like Bobby with the remote. Exactly like I'm that. I'm going to remote this time. Yeah, but I want to watch that. Yeah, it's true. That's the difference. <laughs> One thing that was difficult, Gunn stated, is getting little girls to walk like zombies. Mm. Mm. We're so itchy. Who was it? W.C. Fields <laughs> that said, uh, never work with children or animals. 
Hmm. Same thing. <laughs> Gunn absolutely hated the scene where the silly Muppet deer attacks Bill. <laughs> that was a terrible, terrible puppet. See, I love it. That's why. Okay, see, that's where I, and I can't believe I shouldn't have, I should have wrote down, but that should have reminded me more of Evil Dead of anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, f- oh, the fucking deer. <laughs> the question about the film that Gunn gets asked most is people inquiring as to who sings the song at the very end. It's called Baby I Love You by the oh. Yahoos. Yep. Yahoos! Yeah. TJ, TJ was sitting here watching it and he turned it off before he even heard that song. Hmm. Oh, that song is the best, dude. <laughs> oh, Baby, I on. love you, but leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my best song. That's my vote for best song. He dude. also I, shut it off before the hidden ending, too. I want that as my theme song from now on. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask, did you gentlemen all watch the the uh, post credit? No. Yes. TJ okay. didn't. I I'm a fucking it. idiot. <laughs> it's a James Gunn movie. You ex- expect I mean, it. we're talking about it anyway, so I guess we could say spoilers, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so you see the kitchen end scene and you see the brain and the brain stem left from Grant Grant. And then a cat mm-hmm. comes in and starts licking the brain. And then it opens up and you see the little needle start coming out and fucking flickering. And the cat's licking it. It goes black screen. All of a sudden you hear, and, you hear, yeah. and then that's about it. <laughs> that's so what it's only left it open for a sequel, which would have been amazing. But however, it flopped at the box office. So. We didn't get it. Okay, so can we just say that maybe the Guardians, like maybe uh, Yondu or somebody came and got it and sold it to the Collector because they're obviously still alive in the Collector's Collection. So this oh, yeah. this is the first MCU movie, baby. And not only that, I mean, they could be on other U- <laughs> oh, really Is this an official Chad fact? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just me saying. <laughs> <talking. laughs> hey. hey, you said it's in the Collector's, so. It is? So no, the barn watch. is on property owned by Buddhist monks who are apparently big fans of uh, the Matrix movies. Ah. The shot of Brenda's baby in the crib teething on a tomato was originally accompanied by a bit of dialogue explaining why. Brenda says that tomatoes are cheaper than toys and the infant actually softens them up, thereby making them better for cooking. Well, scratch that off, big questions, because I actually had that. <laughs> I, I was like, why the fuck is the baby chewing on a tomato? Well, answers. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I mentioned uh, Henan Waters, named after Frank Henan Lauder, who made uh, Basket Case and Brain Damage. Yeah. Uh, brain Damage also, also could be a, considered a homage. Brain yeah. Damage, great film. I just watched it the other Not day. to be confused with Brain Dead, the original version of Dead Alive from... Or Brain Dead, the Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman movie. I have it, the Blu-ray collection oh, right there, yeah, baby. Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman? Let me pull that bitch out, Chad. Keep talking. So, Grant points out that while he's hardened on... or Sorry, Grant. I said Grant. Uh, James Gunn points out that while he's hardened on gore effects and such, the dog corpse that Starla finds in her basement made him really sick. Dude, that was a fucking awesome looking scene. Like that, that was if, just. If you're squeamish, if you're squeamish for animal torture, okay, you're not I have seen that. that. What? Show it again, buddy. Oh, brain dead. Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. Okay, that is the one. I I, I thought that was it, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. Yeah, I saw that yeah, a long, long, long time ago, dude. But yeah, that dog was. I was so fucking. Uh, Which one? There was a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, uh, there were all. I, I like more of the thing because I thought of it 
being taken over. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. The Rook dislocated his shoulder while filming the scene where he attacks Starla and grows a floppy arm. It was a long shooting day with multiple setups, and he didn't tell anyone until the shot was in the can. You never grow a floppy arm? No. So oh. he, he really wanted to get that I floppy have, arm. He did. <laughs> he got that down pat. He is dedicated. <laughs> Every one of us here has gotten a floppy arm. For yeah, and you ain't doing that shit like in Blade where you're just popping it in like fucking. <laughs> you know, you're, like, no, you're fucking crying like a little girl. Like, <laughs> uh, Brenda James suffers from claustrophobia and a phobia for meat. Uh, this made her scenes with the meat products and the ones trapped in the bloated body fairly traumatic for her. That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> so would that make her a vegetarian? I think it would. <laughs> oh, that's great. I still love it when Michael goes into the fridge, he looks at him and goes, meat. <laughs> hey, I got a joke for you guys. Hopefully you got All right, let's go. What's worse than your girlfriend breaking up with you? Your wife finding out. Ooh. <laughs> hey, don't tell him. That's a realistic <laughs> humor for you right there, guys. Okay. <laughs> so the post credits scene showing a cat getting possessed by the last surviving creature in an earlier draft. Creature. God, I can't talk. Is destroyed. <laughs> Starla sees the resulting wound later, prompting her to shoot Bill to death. Bye bye. That's a shame. Uh, hmm. We mentioned Lloyd Kaufman, and actually, that is the last of my behind-the-scenes stuff. Okay, so that means we move on to Johnny D's big questions. However, I think we should take a little hiatus and hear from our sponsors. I was just well. Like, that means that. I gotta fucking go through the goddamn folders of shit. You're supposed to be ready for this. You should have this queued up. You fucking amateur. I am a fucking. I was amateur. just trying to say it too, and I was just like, wait a minute. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> full of shit. The fucking shit, shit show tonight. All right. Well, we can hop to questions if you'd like. We can hit the after that. Fuck uh, you. All right. There you go. <laughs> Hello there, creepy girls. Do you like spooky things in horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, busts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. Hey, you out there. Hey, listener. Take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you aren't wearing Dubak merch. Take your ugly ass over to dobackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like us. Graveyard Classics. Horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and jaclay prints. Powered by Death Style Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at graveyardclassics.net. Come on down to Mask by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th custom-made hockey mask. Down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Mask by Lance. Go order one now, boy. Yee-hee! <laughs> I see you found my... Holy shit, yeah. Hannah's here, guys. Say hi to Hannah. Hi, Hello. Hannah. 
TJ, I see you found my blow up doll. Yes, of course I did. Uh, that was, of course, your boyfriend. Yeah, I did very well. Stan, the man. And then, of course, the blow up doll, the third person in your love triangle of homosexuality. Uh, moving on to John's big questions. All righty. Questions, questions. So, uh, well, we did the tomato thing, so that's fucking out. <laughs> Uh, well, gentlemen, I only got two funny questions for you here. What kind of lunch does Margaret pack? Was it a sandwich? What kind of lunch is it? I don't. It was a box lunch. What up, boom? Oh, yeah. Jesus! You didn't fucking remember that line? No. And, all right. And what's a vagina? The. <laughs> <laughs> it's a country. <laughs> what kind of people live there? Chinese. China. I have a question for you. Yeah. Throw it out there, buddy. Okay, so at the end, when uh Grant Grant injects uh Nathan Fillion and he only gets him with the one thing, right? Yes. And he starts, you know, trying to pump that crap. He starts oozing cum, yes. Right. That that's that's what I was getting at, because it said she said that the girl said that they both had to be connected to impregnate him. Yeah. And so only one was connected. Yeah, it is in fact one. semen. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's what I was <laughs> the, the one I was gonna say. The one is the lubricant, and then the other one is the actual like egg sacs. That's to what get I was him gonna say there. because that, that was definitely that was definitely some white stuff oozing out of his uh, wound. So yes. I was gonna say obviously I was thinking that you know it wasn't the eggs that injected into him. No, he just got the uh, yeah. He got the money shot. Okay. <laughs> Could do back fix his face. Do back and absolutely fix your face. Look what it did for John. Yeah. Oh, honestly, you just need to get that uh, sweet ass apparel underneath you, dude. Get that sweet Dean Cundy. Cundy. Gianna. That's right. <laughs> Guys, I am sorry. I grabbed the wrong piece of shit laptop. This thing's. It's okay, it's Chad. We no, soon will have see. camera angles and all this really cool stuff. And we'll have lighting, and Chad will look handsome. Well, I was, look I handsome. was trying to hint to the wife. I said, you know, you think maybe we should get another nice new laptop for the kids since they need them for school? She's like, no. Damn it. <laughs> if I buy a laptop. I'm going to be selling this one. I like how she shot that down real quick. Damn. And I've only had it for a year. It's not cheap. Cheap as you want. <laughs> so there was also two quotes I wrote down. Yeah, I was going to try to make it to a question. What was that? 350, What was that? I said there were two quotes I'd like to mention that I was trying to make into questions, but I just didn't really know how to. Yes. Besides the other ones that I did. But the, uh, the one was from Grant Grant, and it was uh, your initials, BM. You ain't nothing but a little turd. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and then the other one was fucking uh, Nathan Fillion. It was my easygoing nature is getting sorely fucking tested. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can relate to that one. I, I like that one a lot. I mean, that, was, that was my favorite. Yeah, that's uh, that's just a relatable quote. Right? We we really need to we need we really need to petition to have Nathan Fillion in the fucking MCU. Mm-hmm. He is because he's in Slither. Later. Well, okay, yeah. Again, Chad fact: and Slither is the first entry in the MCU. Not Chad officially, fact. but it's a Chad okay, fact. It's a Chad fact. We're gonna start a whole section on the Dewback page called Chad Facts. And it's, it's gonna unofficially be unofficially official. Yeah. Unofficially official. What, exactly. what character would you like to see him come in as? Himself as this. <laughs> okay, if not this though, ooh, that's a. Good What's one. not to say he was not part of that uh, Endgame battle? 
What's not to say that motherfucker came through? There were there were a lot. So yeah. So my position was always pre Guardians one was I wanted him as Star Lord, but obviously they weren't going to do that with Firefly, right? Or at least that's what I thought. So, but I I, I don't know. Would he be good as uh, Adam Warlock? Maybe. I feel like he would need to be more of a comical role. Captain Canada. I I don't know. Dude, about Captain Lord. Britain. Hmm. No, gotta actually have a British guy. There is Captain Canada, but he's he'd fall in the mutant category, I believe. Nathan is in the upcoming Suicide Squad. He says, "Yes, he is. That's right." Oh, also, you know what else? I like fall off boy. Hey, you guys want to have a Friday the Thirteenth sidebar? Yeah, let's do it. Might as well. Okay. Well, you guys keep got- talking. I'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> you motherfucker! Okay, oh. so let's just keep talking. Who would? I don't know. I mean. Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Now, see, originally he was supposed to show up on posters in, I think, Guardians Volume 2 as yeah. Simon Williams, who would be, you know, Wonder Man eventually. But that all got edited out. So, who? Oh, my God. I think I'm mixing up fucking Marvel and DC. There's a character, and he's a superhero, but he's from the future, and he sucks, so he comes to the present. Who the oh, fuck that's, is that? Oh, uh, that's Booster Gold. Booster Gold. Yeah, that's DC. Okay, that's yeah. DC. All right. I feel like he'd be good for that role. But obviously, that that's a pull. That, Marvel? I don't know, man. Probably fit better with DC. You know what? I could totally see him as a Cyclops, though. I, I would maybe. go younger for Cyclops, though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Makeup works. Shave his head. Make him Professor X. Ah! There we go. There you go. Nathan Hmm. That would be interesting. Marvel always seems to... I feel like they always pick their characters pretty spot on. You know what I mean? Besides, uh, I'm not a big fan of the newer Hulk, but you know that's just my own opinion. I agree. I hate Ruffalo with a passion. <laughs> hate that guy. But, so, anyways, let's well, yeah, let's, let's to go to this uh, Friday the 13th sidebar of yours. Yes! Yeah, so let's uh, also make it a Friday the 13th sidebar slash... Mar- uh, Sponsorship appreciation time. Okay, right. so this week I got a package. Well, last week I got a package in the mail. And I got a Friday the 13th Part 6 hood from our sponsor, Horror Costume Studios. Shout out to Marcio. So recently I picked up some things for belt for Part 6 costume. Nice. And Chad uh, has some things uh, such as the dart pouch from Part 6. I like how it just hands off camera. <laughs> <laughs> That is perfect. I just want to see Chad's hand just slightly on, like, come <laughs> And then we have knife. Not accurate, but damn looks accurate. Nice. I think the knife they actually used in that movie was the Rambo 2 knife. It was the Ram so. Explorer 2. Oh, shit. This button's fucked. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. Shiny. Very shiny. Shing. Sparkle, sparkle. Oh, trust me. I have no problems with knives these days. <laughs> and then, of course. La machete. El machete. Everybody grab your machete. I know you got one right there. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Bobby, rock room. <laughs> I got mine right here. Look. God damn it. Oh, there you go. I'm really mad that I'm missing some fucking funny shit. Right? <laughs> Bobby has a fucking... Uh, 
You guys got your machete. He's in his, his not right living room. He's like in the. He's in the TV room. I heard, yeah. and he has this fucking uh, Jason backdrop. That's the only thing he has, and he keeps like. <laughs> <you know? laughs> the turtle's nice. I like the turtle on the wall. It's Thank cute. you. Nathan it's a very nice Nathan's Green Lantern in the animated series. Boom! It's true. That's what he should be. DC's Ooh, actually Lantern. not in the animated series in the animated movies. Ah, true. Yes. And only in certain ones. It's not like every time you see him. He would be a good hell. DCAU. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, what are we on? Douche. 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 Yeah. The, ma- uh, the mayor. Oh, easily. Yeah. Mayor. Yeah. Mayor. mayor. It's a piece of <laughs> shit. And that started the very first scene when he starts cussing out the guy in the parked in a truck ahead of him. Yeah, and he's just like, uh, <laughs> "Get the fuck out of the way, you fucking cocksucker!" <laughs> The guy in the truck's just like, okay. I mean, Brody, you're not wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Brody. See? Brody knows the shit. You just can't bring that shit out on Facebook. We'll get kicked off. <laughs> yeah. And I don't need nobody breaking my door down. Yeah. They already do. <laughs> not really. So get unanimous across the board for the mayor? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, you can't even... I would say you could maybe give it to Grant, but it's not even really... Like, he was kind of a little bit of a douche beforehand, but... His was a whole alien takeover, so... Yeah, that's the alien's fault. Yeah. Plus, he actually stopped from cheating on his wife, so... He did. Well... No, he did. He kissed her, and then he yeah, was like, he's no, like, no, I can't. Yeah, I'm later there. on, tentacles are coming out of his... Yeah, but that's when he was already, like, that starting to get more over. Uh, James Gunn said, Grant died the moment he got infected. What was left was pure alien. It just absorbed so much of his consciousness that it still Which carried on some of his characteristics. So okay. as soon as he showed up, uh, Elizabeth Banks fucked him, and then that's what he like instantly fell in love with her. Yeah, he's never had that. Well, it's it remembered Grant being in love with her, so it kind of carried over into his right. personality. Oh, I fucking love that every living in the world. I love that they used it twice too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the end scene was much better. So onward, on to the main questions. Right. So, gentlemen, favorite kill? Oh, so many. I'm going to have to go with the, uh, it's a tie between the shotgun head blast and the neck stab for like when she hits him with the sign. Shotgun burst. head blast is beautiful. I'm going to have to go with that. Yeah, shotgun. I, I like the road sign, but the shotgun just had more to it. I, I got to mm-hmm. disagree with all of you guys. I got to go with, I got to go with the bloated Brenda exploding into a Bloated. Oh. I mean, that was, the wave of worms was pretty good. See, I even like the split that TJ said he didn't like, but I enjoyed that. Like, I don't know. That was the first like CGI made it look like shite. But it was, it, but it, was it looked like shit CGI in a comical way. That. It would have been better if it would have like pooped it out. I don't know. You, you were already that or if she puked out all the time. Nah. Me. No, when, when it was that bloated, that was really the only way they were coming out was for a full on body explosion. Okay. Yeah, like egg sack style. Ooh. I like that. I like that, guys. It's ball sex. Stuff. Okay, who has left the answer for favorite movie. kill? I think we all answered. Uh, yeah. Uh, you guys went with uh, the shotgun blast slash stabbing, and I went, best scene, guys. Uh, oh, man. So my best scene is the first impregnation slash bar dance scene. Mm. That is. I loved that scene. It was great. It was shot beautifully. The music was great. I th- oh, what the hell was the song called? Um, 
this dude actually had two songs in the uh track it was uh gonna shine my boots up and i'm not even a country guy but the country music for that scene worked beautifully my favorite would be the ending where um grant grant is fully engulfed in this thing and she comes to him like they're trying to play it sexy oh dude when that fat guy just comes in and derobes yes. and absorbs in like from oh. that moment forward that is my favorite because all i see is them go when you turn vengeance on, i totally oh. forgot I about even that scene huh? dude. so i was so happy when it popped up again i was like oh shit so so the so the ending that whole that's my favorite all right Chad, boss man, what do you guys got? I think I'm going to go with, for my favorite scene, uh, is, uh, what's her name? The wife walking downstairs and finding all the dead animals in the basement just because of the pure shock value. Oh, yeah, that was pretty. That is a good scene. Because that was it's pretty crazy that even had him, like, labeled, like, coyotes were hung over yeah. here. <laughs> so, Teej, what do you got, buddy? Uh, the girl with a slug swarm chase scene. Like out oh, through her oh, house. house, yeah, yeah, that was sweet because that's where it started turning into like a whole other movie. You're like, what? Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. That's where it's just well, like I, you can just see her start from the house and then slowly make her way out. Does it? Everything's just fucked. Yeah, it, that was. You know what? That was that was a good transition because it yeah. started nice and slow with just her. And like you said, it it changed the movie. It went from the slug type movie because you think it killed everybody to zombie. And not only zombies, but fucking acid-spitting zombies. Ooh. Yeah. Which was like a nice little twist. And by the way, real quick, the, the zombie spitting, when he spit on the window, did the window disintegrate? Because no. I never saw it. I think it. I think it would just be more of like a, uh, like it would hit skin, anything like biological. Okay, most, I was just curious. I'm like, that just, just throwing that out. I don't know. Most just, acids I, don't affect glass anyway. Right. That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Unless it's like alien xenomorph shit. Though. Wow, this is some science. <laughs> we did science. But uh, all right. So next question, gentlemen. Opening scene. Yes. Absolutely. Did she hook you in? Yes. Oh, yes. I liked how uh, quick the movie started, too. Yeah, it was just right them, yep, just them sitting in the cop car. Meteorite flies to Earth, crashes. Egg cracks open. Title card. Also, another one that it uh, kind of referenced with that, but not maybe not necessarily like as heavily as the blob was that's also a lot like uh, the opening to the deadly spawn. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, See, it's that's, that's why I said killer clowns, but I know killer clowns is supposed to be an homage to blob anyways as well. Yeah. Among other things. Yeah. God, I love killer clowns, dude. Which isn't uh Taryn <laughs> watching that right now. Yes. I think I'm going to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> killer clowns. Yes. Yeah. Put that shit on Netflix. Not that I don't have it. On oh, TV. I know. Uh, the day they put it on, Taryn's like, they put Killer Clowns on Netflix. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. She's like, I want to watch it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, then watch it. She's like, okay. So she watched like 20 minutes of it. And she's like, this is pretty good. She's like, I'm going to finish it. And I was like, okay. So that's what she's doing right now. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a good kid right there. Absolutely. That dinosaur shadow scene is my favorite in that whole fucking movie, dude. Oh, shit. You know, I forgot to mention this. I'm sorry. When I was talking about our slice of life and my daughter's birthday, I also want to give a big thank you to Bobby for ah. doing the Jason cosplay <laughs> pictures for You're her. welcome. Absolutely. She loved it. Hell yeah. As long as she loved it, 
I did my job. You're very <laughs> welcome, and happy birthday to her again. Thank you, thank you. So, did we uh, all agree the opening scene hooked us in? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. So, best tits, hottest girl. Elizabeth Banks. Swing, swing, tentpole. <laughs> She's a babe. She's magically babelicious. Elizabeth Banks for me. Yeah. I'm gonna... I always had a thing for her. Every movie. Yeah. I'd have to agree. Uh, I'm glad that the only scene that she was nude in, it was fogged over. Right. Son of a bitch. But then I just think of the 40-year-old virgin, her in her bathtub with the fucking shower. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like all of us in this group would be Seth Rogen. Oh, oh Bobby, yeah. give me your gravy. I know, are you? Okay, so he's just there with his hands in his pocket watching her. She's like, hey. And then he's just like, okay. Yeah, dude. That's the way it works. <laughs> I hope you got a big trunk because I'm putting my bike in it. We <laughs> were wondering to see how you made out with her. And now I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, use your peripherals, man. Use your peripherals. <laughs> okay, but you know, I'm actually going to disagree with you guys. Motherfucker! I got to go, I got, I go with Jenna Fisher. You uh, suck! Uh, yeah, uh, I kind of forgot about her, but I, she I, I, pretty good I had a thing for her from the office, so I, I got to go with Jenna Fisher. If that is a woman, it does look like she was beaten with an ugly stick. You are so <laughs> full of shit. Motherfucker! <laughs> I'm going to beat you with the ugly stick. So, I'm going to say this right now. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. But I did not uh, like Pam <laughs> on the office. Uh, really? Uh, no. I did not. I loved Pam. I never felt like she was that sincere as much as she was trying to play it off as. I have my reason. I disagree with that. I don't know, man. You're such an not asshole, to, TJ. Not to go on a whole sidebar. But How dare you? <laughs> I hope people are laughing as hard as we are. Okay, what's next? What's next? Uh, so. Did the score set four? the mood, guys? Absolutely. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, the music was wonderful. I mean, the score was essentially the soundtrack in itself. Yeah. But it was great. My favorite song is Leave the Fuck Alone. That, I, I mean, you, dude, I liked the opening one during, uh, while it was showing like the montage of the town and like how shitty it was. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good tune. Obviously, the Every Woman in the World, they do that twice. It's so good, but they, they do that scene so well. Can anybody well, in the chat tell me what movie is playing in the background? Just going to ask of my feed. Uh, yeah. What movies play in the background of your feed? Yes. Yeah, can you see it? Yeah, you should no. be able to see it right. Oh, very, very. Okay. Oh. If I had it full screen, I probably could. But yeah. yeah Let's see if anybody can tell. Anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. What are we Ooh. at? Uh, best song. So I have two for mine. And we've already mentioned it, but it was definitely Baby I Love You by the uh, Yahoos or mm. Yahoo. Yahoos. Yahoo. And then. Sad, Sad World by uh, Simon Stedham were my two picks. Which one was that? Sad, Sad World was the one where the opening montage where it was just showing like how much of the shitburg the town was. Oh, okay. It was just kind of like that like pop punk song. Chadwick? John, what do you... I, I gotta go with the, the Baby I Love You Just Leave Me the Fuck Alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is a good yeah, one. That's, that's yeah. fine. Baby, I love you. Leave me the fuck alone. It was a great ending to the fucking... Great ending to a great movie. Mm-hmm. Much agreed. That's one of the ones where if you did see it in theory, you're just enjoying yourself watching the credits, listening to that song. Mm-hmm. 
fucking movie. So what is guy. your uh, favorite character, guys? The sheriff. Sheriff for me as well. Yeah, it's Nathan Fillion. You know yeah. why? Yeah. Such, a, such an incredible actor. Such a lovable char- uh, character actor. I mean, Michael Rooker was great in this. Yeah. But we have a lovable Again, character. very you know small I mean? role in this in the grand scheme of things because then after Correct. that, it was a heavy uh, prosthetic applied and then right. came over, man. Came over. Uh, <laughs> Bill Paxton. R.I.P. Mm. No, I yeah, Nathan Fillion all the way then. Was it scary? It has its moments. It's kind of hard for me to be scared by a horror comedy. Yes, it is, Brody. It is vengeance. It can make you squeamish. I'll say that. It is vengeance. It is vengeance. It is vengeance. Actually, the scene that was playing right when he asked was his scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Surprised you guys didn't notice that. It set all the stuff up on the screen mm-hmm. real big. Anyway, guys. Uh, yeah, scary, I'm going to have to say no. Make you squeam a little bit. Make it squeamish, like yeah, but not scary. Yeah. Again, the gore la- funny. Funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, funny. That's the that's the movie, the theme of the movie I'm told by a lot of people. It's, it's funny. Yeah, okay. Um, does but it I hold up today? That. I would never come out and say this directly just as a comedy, though. No, it's uh, more more so of a uh, funny horror film. Funny. It's on the same scale as Chainsaw Two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say Tucker and Dale. Yep. Brody says, "Winner, winner, chicken dinner, doppelganger, <laughs> kanga banger." <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And that is our next T-shirt. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So I don't know if the next question. I mean, I guess it could work. But it's still, this is pretty new compared to what we usually do. But uh, does it hold up today? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Even with shitty CGI, I would say yes. Because it's a movie that's so self-aware, yes. All right. So acting, good or bad, I think we're all going to probably agree on this one. Oh, fantastic. I would say it's really good. It's, fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good acting. Cheesy good. Anyway, uh, this is our boss man's one of his favorite questions. Did you like the cinematography? Excellent. Well done. Uh, I like how dark the film is. I like how it's shot. I like the coloring on the footage on the nighttime shots. I like some of the angles they chose for particular scenes because it just made it so much more enjoyable to watch and the quick cuts with the edits. And of course the acting drove a story that was just even driven better by this film's cinematography. Uh, I'd say uh, overall, very enjoyable and very well put together film. No, it's no Dean Cundy, but it's it, close. It's no Dean Cundy, but it's close. Actually, right. uh, my uh, talk with Mark Sostrom, he actually talked about Dean Cundy. No. He did. He brought, nice. him, up. He brought him up. He revered man. him as one of the best, of course. One of? Well, oh, yeah. I would say possibly the best. Uh, Jacques Haitkin's up there. He is the cinematographer for Jurassic Park. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Wait, no, no, that was Dean Cundy. Ah! (laughs) No, Jock Hate Kim was Black Panther, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and 2. Okay. You just gotta look him up. Crazy stuff. Uh, Premise, gentlemen. 
Oh, yes. I, like it. I, I love alien invasion pick flicks. So, yes, love the premise. Body that Snatchers. So, yeah. Body Snatchers slash Body Horror. Oh. I was watching because the Body great, Snatchers great. earlier. Yeah, there's some definite Body Horror. Going True that. On. True that. Say so the only thing uh, difference between this and uh, Night of the Creeps is Night of the Creep actually tries to go a little bit uh, serial or serial slasher killer as well. Oh, yeah, at the very beginning. Yes. Um, but no, man, this movie's fucking great. I love it. Obviously, it was my pick. Anything? Uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Roger Simmons. Actually, him and I were talking earlier about this. And Roger. The reason him and I both love this movie is because Simmons. it's not a human-esque alien that's taking over. You know what I mean? It's yeah. some weird little fucking gross slug thing or, you know, just anything. Critters. It's all weird little shit. It's one of those aliens that's not afraid to show itself. Like, it doesn't give a fuck. Right. Like, because no- look at Michael Rooker, like, throughout the film. He just Rooker. morphs. It Rooker. doesn't Rooker. wait for a Rooker. Rooker. My cat, Michael Rooker. Rooker. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, I'm kind of curious how this thing goes from planet to planet. Maybe kind of like uh, in Starship Troopers, the arachnids kind of just propel itself. It's spawned into orbit, and it lands into, on other planets. That's exactly how it happens. It was riding an asteroid, so maybe it, maybe, maybe it had itself spit like out way, of like an The way he was kind of growing and everything, like, kind of like spreading out, maybe kind of just jizzes out into space. I'll say, or now it's going to go into something mountain and they're going to propel out of the atmosphere. He's going to come at the right time to hit at the orbit, just to sink I mean, it in. Just That totally makes sense of why they're always trying to go for the mouths. You know? Get that money shot. This uh, is the... the, the uh, I'm going to come up with a fancy name for this by the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, gentlemen, so we are on our RRR. Recycle, rewind, remake. Rewind. Uh, That's let's, a rewind for me. Yeah, rewind. Yeah, rewind. Uh, not just rewind, but sequelize. Yes. yes. Dude, the way with how big James Gunn has come over in like the last like 10 years and shit like that, I would love to see him like make yeah. a sequel in a studio, like give him the proper amount of money to do you know, it. I hate, I hate this. We just mentioned Nathan Fillion is in the Suicide Squad sequel. Mm-hmm. We did with not James mention Gunn. the director, James Gunn. Uh, actually, I did, but you I did? think we were all talking, so we could have probably. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. But no, that's, you know what? And that right there, I will go see that suicide movie willingly for that reason. Yeah, I'm with you there. I agree. Not to be a DC hate. Because everybody was like, oh, you have to watch it. And I watched it and I was like, that movie fucking sucked. I don't think so. I've seen any DC movies in theaters except for Aquaman. Well, then you're part of the problem, Bobby. Okay, moving on. I haven't seen any of them in theaters, (laughs) but I hate to admit, but a couple weeks ago, I did catch probably at least the last half of Batman versus Superman. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. I I have to go watch it. I still have it. God damn you, Bobby. You are part of the problem. Okay, moving on to the rating. I'm going to give this a solid three out of five, Jed. Three? Three out of five. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to dock it because of the CGI. Okay. I feel like it ruined scenes for me. If that was better, the film might have been better for me. All right. Bobby, what you got, bud? I'm going to give it a 3.8. I love it. It's a fun movie. It's a fun watch. There's so many references. It may... It's wonderful for itself. It, yeah, 
It's a software movie that doesn't give a fuck. Three points. Dark Lord, what you got, buddy? I'm actually going to go a little high on this one just because I really enjoyed it. I'm going four and a quarter. Ooh. I was hoping somebody would come with me into the four side. <laughs> okay, then, John. I'm giving it a 4.75, and the only reason it's not getting a five for me is because there was no titties in it. Agreed. That's Holy shit. That's not true. Because not this true. movie, to me, if I was going to ever, like... If I was going to ever sell somebody on like what I like for movies, this would have to be one of like the five. John, are you hitting your pen? Am I hitting my pen? I'm shaking it around, but I'm not hitting it. Okay, because your voice got really low on the stream and it sounds yeah, like... Yeah, I've hmm. noticed that too. <laughs> I like it it's so weird. But, John... I, I will put that down just in case. <laughs> I, I have to correct you. Yes, you did see a quick shot of titties, the girl in the bathtub. No, no. Just, this yeah, yeah, but it, you know you what saw I mean. nipples. Like, it wasn't... You saw nipples. It counts. Listen, four out of five. Point eight for me is there's no boobs. Nice. Four, four stars out of five. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's three point nine five. We'll say four stars out of five. Okay. I'll take, I'll it. take it. Wonderful. Awesome. We are at seventy minutes for the stream. Nice. God damn. Anything you guys would like to discuss horror related this week from news or otherwise? Have you picked up anything that is of notoriety that we have? I have. Robert, <laughs> tell me about it. You handsome got, son of a uh, bitch. Well, I got quite a few things. Um, today, my Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation, and The Blob from Shout Factory came. Ooh. So nice. tomorrow, I will be checking all those lovely special features out. And also, um, TJ, you might be intrigued by this. In the late 90s, I forget what company, they made Jason, Michael, and Leatherface dolls, legitimate dolls. They were about this big. Did you see in the 90s? Yeah. It wasn't like dolls. Was legitimate lying. dolls. And I found Jason and Michael, a friend of a friend, is selling them. I'm, I'm getting those. They're in the box, like near mint, and it's a Jason Goes to Hell figure. Oh! So I will be getting ordering those this Friday. I used so to have the Michael one, but I have no fucking clue what happened to it. I lost it during my many moves. Uh, who made that, Chad? Remember that? Oh, God. I, I don't even remember. But the Michael one, you pressed the button, and it played the Halloween theme. Oh, yeah. speaking of that, what are we all wearing today? Chad, we got an Army of Darkness I got shirt. Army of Darkness, buddy. Sexy as fuck. I'm I wish everybody could see it to appreciate it. I'm wearing a Horror Threads Friday the 13th Friday, uh, Freddy versus Jason shirt. Very nice shirt. Mine's that's in the wash shirt. Uh, I'm wearing the sweet dad Haynes Gray. That's hot as fuck with a low voice still. And <laughs> I don't know why my voice, I'm not doing anything. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like John. It sounds like somebody no, imitating him. It sounds him. totally different. Uh, it's like someone's like, hi, I'm Big Johnny D. Hannah, you're gonna give me a blob. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take you, sweetheart. Ooh, give her that gravy. And I'm wearing a black turtleneck. Bobby's doing archer today. Bobby, I bet you she'd love the red sauce. Mm. And it's definitely not cranberry sauce. Oh boy, Ooh. look at that, guys. That is uh, some graphics That's... up there. Anyway, moving on. Uh. I got Candyman and Candyman Farewell to the Flesh from Shout Factory. I also got Silent Hill. And what was the other film I got? My Bloody Valentine. My yeah. Bloody Valentine. Of course, got to get them uncut scenes. Uncut like Chad. Uh, that yeah. is not true. <laughs> I'm selling you my Mac, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, and then I also have Child's Play and April Fool's Day on the way. 
Nice. Yeah, I gotta get those. Very nice. I did not. Yeah. I, I did get something kind of sideways horror related. Uh, I ordered my kids a bunch of little Godzilla toys. Oh. And nice. is, let's see what does it have. It has the American Godzilla. It has the uh, anime Godzilla, the Godzilla Earth, uh, Space Godzilla, Millennium Godzilla, Original Godzilla. Jesus. And shit, I'm missing one. Part three. <laughs> but anyhow, I, I I paid like 26 bucks for these on eBay. It came with these and then it came with a bunch of the other monsters. I was expecting these to look like shit. They are fucking fantastic. These are amazing looking little figures. Where'd you get them from? Like where online? I got them on eBay. I'll, I'll I'll look up the seller and I'll forward it to you guys. But they're really really if, nice. I want to see what they look like too. They're I can I can get pictures of the toys and send them to you. They like Please. I said, they're really nice. Brody came from Australia. Says, which is the best looking Leatherface? I would have to go with Texas Chainsaw 3D. I'm gonna go. I like I like Leatherface Chainsaw Part Three. I, I got. I'm a Part Two guy. Okay. Wow. I, do, I like them all, but. Part three was that one that really looked gnarly to me. And the mask still looked real. Like it looked like real flesh. I just like the goofiness of part two. So I got that's John. I'm going to have to go with pretty lady, man. OG. I love the suit at the end. And <laughs> I just love how John's. I just love the suit at the end. <laughs> I, come in I really wish you could hear yourself. This is so comical. Like. Should I do? You singing like Barry White right now? Yeah. The original Leatherface and Part Three; those are my two top picks. Hmm. Give her the Bobby Big Mac. Yeah. Thank what? you, Roger. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's all talk about that. Okay, if that's what's our favorite Leatherface, what's our favorite looking Michael? Uh, Chad. Uh, is there Shit. anyone? I fucking hate uh, you. I gotta go with part one. Part one. You know, part one. <laughs> classic. I would have to go with part two. John. Well, you're gonna hate me for this, but I actually like uh, Rob Zombies before. Yep. Get Fuck you. Okay, Bobby. Cut his feet. Cut his, uh, cut cut him him cut his feet. Cut, cut his feet. I'm finishing. Fuck off. No, it's when he's in the yep. insane asylum. Okay, cut his feet. Okay. Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. I fucking like the assign asylum. I like the fucking bathrobe. I like the orange mask. Oh, no. <laughs> Bobby, what did you say, buddy? He said resurrection. Okay. I didn't uh, say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the problem? <laughs> Uh, I love the part two, but I'm also going to catch a lot of shit for this. I do like part four. Okay, that's fine. At that's least a, you didn't that's say five. That's a thought still, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, at least that's you didn't okay. say five. So. Yeah. It's the same exact mask. They just didn't have time to take the sideburns, do the eyes right, or the, anything. They had to do it all in 20 minutes before we had to shoot. Okay. So, uh, Jason, best looking Jason Chad. Two. Okay. You know I was going to say that. Uh, John. Oh, man, that's a tough one. I don't know. I I'm always partial to seven. Okay. But I do like four's look. So. Okay. Uh, that's an interesting take. Low voice, John. What about you, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have mine ranked. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Seven, nine, four, six, three. Okay, uh, mine is, of course, Jason Goes to Hell. Yes. Uh, who else? We, we got Freddy. Freddy. Uh, Freddy. Mm, Chad? I got to go with part three. Okay. Two. He was very demonic looking. Ooh. Uh... Honestly, I kind of like him in the dream scene at uh, Freddy vs. Jason when he's all demon style. Man, I will agree. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't get over. <laughs> I just can't. Well, get I don't know why voice. my voice is different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. So I'm like, my hands are like I don't fuck people up in camera. Dude. Like, <laughs> I love this technical difficulty. It's the best kind. <laughs> okay, uh, favorite Chucky then. Okay. Uh, Taryn! <laughs> Any one Taryn! <laughs> you gotta get the Chucky expert out here. Hold on, I gotta get the child's play. Come here! Uh, John, favorite child's play? We're gonna have you answer. Hold on. I'm gonna have to say, like, probably just the first three, because that's the OG one. I don't like when he gets all scarred up and bright. I, I, I liked him, especially I liked part two Chucky after he got, like, ripped in half and had his hand ripped off. So he oh, put, he the, put the he little, little knife uh, and everything. That, okay. that was my favorite Chucky. Got the expert coming in uh, now. Taryn, there go. Uh, favorite Chucky look? Just going by look, Taryn. Just, just look. It's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. That's some scary shit, that's my mother. Bobby's mom, that was great. <laughs> Taryn, please. Best luck for Chucky, honey. She's thinking, she's thinking. It's all right. There's a I, lot of choices. It's like she's getting a little camera shy, too. Yeah, you got a little camera shy? Turn around if that would help. <laughs> I know we're all ugly looking. It's okay. Which one? Which one? The one from Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. Oh, okay. come on. Really? <laughs> I like that movie. Uh, you know, I will agree with her. Okay. To that's an extent. You're allowed to have to that's my second favorite. Okay. That's, it's just unfortunate that that's the look they seem to go for with all the merchandise now. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. It's just growling back the hallway as she goes. <laughs> Thanks, Bye, Taryn. Uh, thank you. Bobby's mom for the win. <laughs> oh, God, that was so funny. What'd she say? Uh, she just came over and said, <laughs> As you can see where I get the scary. That's so funny. Did, did you apologize to your daughter for us interrupting her killer clowns? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, probably do that. That's probably why she was pissed. Uh, I will low voice John. <laughs> <laughs> That's sexy, John. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, uh, can you sing us Chocolate Rain? (laughs) (laughs) Some say low and others view the chocolate rain. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, yo, Chef's voice from South Park. Do Chef. Hey, everybody, have you seen my boss? Have you ever seen a clip? Just stick my clothes in your mouth. Ooh. I'm a boss. 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 I'm a
I love how instead of saying remove their children, he goes right to Chef's chocolate salty balls. <laughs> Guys, give him a round of applause. Come on. I Oh. oh, I am loving, loving this technical difficulty, Johnny's end. This is epic. Well, guys, that is an episode of the Gormore Podcast. Yes, uh, so. Anybody want to, anybody remember what next uh, week's episode yes, is? Yes, next week. What is next week, Chad? John Bobby's Carpenter's here. classic, The Fog. Oh, The Fog. I have the Shout Factory release of that with slipcover. Yes. Uh, it's one of my favorite. Bobby, Carpenter. do you have any figures from The Fog? He has the fog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, my buddy had made some all in there. No, I don't have anything from that movie, but that's one of my favorite. They Carpenter make them movies. though, right? The pirates? Yes, they do. They do now. NECA does. They right? make one pirate. Did NECA? The NECA cloth. I thing. think they make more than one, actually. I think I was, they have a I've, line of them. I was thinking no, just that the uh, just the Super one. 7 had them in their reaction figures, but I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. That's one of my favorite Carpenter movies. It's got such a great atmosphere to it yes mm -hmm. it does i'm, I'm yeah. very excited that's another jamie lee curtis film mm -hmm. and we also got a uh who else is in that film uh, adrian, adrian barbo tom atkins tom atkins that's it oh uh, love tom that's gonna be a great film guys uh, that's that's gonna be another higher rated film uh, a lot higher than this one. Oh, huh? and janet lee is in yes it. janet lee okay mother of nancy jamie lee loomis curtis. nancy loomis is in it yeah. Dude, we well, can just give it the whole cast right now. <laughs> no, Not as well. Uh, that is it's one of those great films. I'm is it a Dean Cundy film? After that, is it a Dean Cundy film? Is the fog a it's, Dean Cundy film? It is. Oh shit! Everybody better have their shirts on next week. <laughs> or shirts off if you're Bobby. By the Ooh. way, on the Shop Factor, on the Screen Factory DVD, there's a hidden bonus Easter egg on the. I think it's on the main menu. Okay. If you push over, it'll highlight one of the tombstones. And you press enter, and it plays the original opening to uh, is it the ABC Sunday Night Movie intro for The Fog. Really? Which is how almost everybody saw the movie in the first place. It's really cool. That's okay. Okay. Sure. I got to get the Shout Factory version. Well, then, that's what I'm going to watch tonight. Hell yeah. Early preparation. It's very rare that I actually have the movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, do you have the next the movie after that? Because I'm that? actually really excited for that as well. Which one? What, let me see. Uh, That'll Hellbound. be Hellraiser yes. two. Yes, I do. Yes, Hellbound. Hellbound. Dude, I've always after. felt that Hellbound is the superior movie of the two. The first. I got two. the uh, Arrow Scarlet box release. Yeah, yeah, that you can't watch because you don't have a region free player. <laughs> first world problems, bitches. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited because if everybody if anybody remembers back to our actual original Hellraiser review, you did that was not like it, that, and I didn't like it. That's right. So I'm excited to watch this because you guys have told me it's much better. I have yet to watch it because I wanted to save it for this day. When they enter the Leviathan, it. things get turned up to eleven. <laughs> yeah, because the first one, the Cenobites are actually really not in the movie very much. No, and this one no, they are front and center. Now we die That's with it. them. Hell yeah. I actually Dude, like the third film as well. It's more slasher-esque. Esque. I love Hellraiser 3. It yes. is so underrated. That's yeah, Blood Lines, right? Yeah, Bloodline. And then Clive no, 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 Barker returns three. for... Uh, uh, 3 was Hell on Earth. Yeah, Clive yes, Barker yes, does Bloodlines. What is Bloodlines for? Yes, that's in yeah. space. Isn't uh, it like in space? Other places. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a three different three-parter. Huh? I, I would love to see the original cut of that before it got butchered mm -hmm. down. We'll see a lot of Clyde's work before it got butchered. Yeah. Fair enough. 
He's a... <sighs> anyway, guys, I think that's it for this episode of the Gore and More podcast. Right. Just as a friendly reminder that the Gore and More podcast is part of the Dubac Podcast Network. Part of uh, you can find that over on dubacdiscussion.net, your source for pop culture and much more. Find the audio only versions on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Find other podcasts on said podcast network as the Wicked Wednesdays podcast, hosted by Tisa Wicked. The TJ Bowser Power Hour, hosted by myself, the Wake and Bake Podcast, hosted by Big Johnny D, and myself, the Jerk the Curtain Podcast, your weekly dose of wrestling, but it's definitely not weekly. <laughs> also, uh, Rants from the Black Lodge, hosted by Brandon Lane. That's another great podcast. Uh, Dream Warrior Review. What else do we have? Uh, right. Rabbit Hole. Yeah, yeah. Rabbit Hole. How could you forget? I keep forgetting my own shows. Dubac Sports and, of course, Box Office Banter coming on to... So what has... I I haven't been keeping up. What has uh, Dubac Sports been talking about since... Dubac Sports sports really hasn't done much. The last thing they talked about was the Tom Brady trade. Well, there's really nothing to talk about, unfortunately. Sports is dead. For the moment. For now. For now. But all these podcasts over on our website. But yeah, that's, that's about it, guys. Yeah. Uh, did you uh, your host with the motherfucking most? DJ Bowser signing off. Your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Crispin, saying, I'll see you next time, bitches. This is Big John D saying, See you later, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so deep. <laughs> this is your killing machine, Bobby and Woman, saying, I'll kill you later. I just want to let you know that I'm now going to sound clip. Dude, it's so deep. <laughs> Fuck. Okay.